Hello, 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 everyone, and welcome, welcome, welcome to another fabulous CB and the Boys radio show. We have got a fabulous hot show tonight with some fire hot topics you don't want to miss. So just sit back and relax and buckle up. It's going to be a thrilling ride on CB and the Boys. So see you in. George, roll it. Boy Honey, Roger Hawkins, Mimi Acosta, let's go! CB and the Boys, Midweek Motivator. Come on, gather around, get the 411, and let's talk about it. Got you with your mouth full. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> What's up, everybody? So what had happened was that somebody was trying to get a mouthful before uh, we went to 54321. Gots to be more so, careful. Gots to be more careful, honey. Caught you with your mouth full. Swallow up, swallow up. <laughs> but don't choke. We Roger, can't hear you, We baby. can't hear a word you saying. <laughs> Microphones on mute. <laughs> Maybe you're just doing a sign language for us for the hearing impaired. This is our hearing impaired corner. Hey, watch it. You might be saying some shit. Watch them fingers. <laughs> oh, man. There you go. All right, everybody. And that welcome. welcome, welcome, bitch, welcome. It? Huh? No, go ahead. I was fucking with Roger. No. Oh. All right, everybody, and welcome, welcome, welcome to CB and the boys. I'm CB. Hello. And we've got the whole crew in the building, the fabulous Miss Mimi Acosta. What's up, Mimi? Helen and chilling. And we have Mr. George Piker Boy Holman. What's up, George? What's up in the house tonight? And the incomparable Mr. Roger, Mr. Universe Hawkins. What's up, Roger? Um, okay. Uh, and he went mute again. <laughs> yeah, audio was working for a minute for like one word, and now you're mute again. What's going on over there? Yeah. Your lips are moving, but you ain't saying nothing. We might have to go out and yeah, come back in, babe. Yeah, you're having technical difficulties. <laughs> technical difficulties is good. Dushes, see you in a second. He'll be right back. It happens. It happens. So do you guys have a good Memorial Day? <laughs> yeah, indoors, relaxing. It was dry. Well, that, I guess that's good. <laughs> yeah, that's a rarity in Kansas City. Mm, you know, oh, normally right. Memorial, Memorial Weekend. Day, it usually rains. That yeah, is all true. Memorial Weekend usually rains. Mm-hmm. Had a dimless light. This shit was bright as hell. That's cool. Well, um, also, our thoughts and prayers and condolences to the victims of the mass shootings over Memorial Day. 
So um, shout out to their families. Um, and again, condolences to all the victims and their families. And while we are on the road of condolences, also a condol, uh, shit, my deepest condolences, especially as an actress, um, to the family of Mr. John Beasley. His friends, all the actors in the acting world, you know, he was on Everwood and The Soul Man. Mm-hmm. Um, he died at 79. He passed away in his hometown in Omaha, Nebraska. Oh, wow. Evidently, he was undergoing some testing for his liver. Mm. And before things came back, it only got worse. And then he fell asleep and never came back. Oh, my goodness. So, um, so yeah. So his, um, his daughter-in-law, Dina Beasley, had posted it on her social media and Facebook. And then NBA um, player, his grandson, actually, Malik Beasley, he had actually posted something as well. So, yeah. My condolences to to the entire acting world and friends, family, and everybody out there. Yeah, definitely condolences to yes to him and his family. Wow. Yes, and also another one. Okay, because you know it all comes in threes. So to the families of the two firemen that died in Charlotte and Molly, um, Demonte, Cheryl, and Ruben Holmes. There was actually a fire in a building that they were working in. I think the firefighters were able to get into the sixth floor where they were at, but were not able to get them, even though like hundreds made it out and the firefighters were able to get like 15 other workers out. Mm -hmm. They did not make it to the last two. And the one had this like video on social media that went viral. And it was just so sad because he was like, yo, like, you know, we're over here. Like, you know, you can hear them yelling and stuff like that and just having Mm -hmm. his conversation and covering his mouth because you can see like the smoke was getting thick and it was just him and this one guy and they didn't make it. So mm, that's sad. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so that's that. So after all the sadness, there's goodness. So, you know. And you know, it's good that there are platforms out there where, you know, if things happen and, and someone wants to say their final goodbyes, they have that opportunity to do so. So, yeah. you know, it, it's it's really good that those platforms do exist. For all the toxicity that is out there, there's also, you know, some good that these platforms, you know, do possess. Yeah. Hello, Trey. Trey's in Hi, the building. Trey. How are you? Up, Trey. What up, what up, what up, what up? Hi, Trey. And yeah, so, okay, so evidently we're slipping all up into the 411 and all kinds of things. So I'm going to just go ahead and let uh, let George do his thing for me. <laughs> all right. For me. Come get the 411 and it's Mimi drink special. Mimi, let him know what you're sipping on. Okay, guys, so I'm doing something definitely different because... You know, your girl done had her little surgery, right? And she can't drink the way that she used to. Even though she tried to, she would be fudged up. So I am having me some Moscato. Okay, it looks a little bit weird on here. But it is the Moscato. I'm having some grape Kool-Aid in this bad boy mm-hmm. and a bunch of berries. I got blackberries and uh, red cherries up in here. And that's what's going on with me, okay? Because um, she can't do 100% 
anything anymore. It just ain't happening. It tastes nasty and it's got me going because what's happening is that I am detoxing in the process. So while your girl is like emptying out all these toxins and stuff, you drink a little bit of wine and your whole world goes upside down. So yeah, that's what's going on. So what you guys drinking? CB? Sparkling ice, peach nectarine. Okay. Going right. on the healthy kick here. So. Okay, I'm liking that. Okay, healthy. When you say healthy, how much sugar we got in the back of that? On that label. Zero sugar with vitamins and antioxidants. I like. Look at that. She fixed me. Not <laughs> alone. He's drinking on a gallon of water. Damn, that means you've been a bad boy last night or something. He's thirsty. <laughs> That's super thirsty. That's thirst driving at its best. <laughs> Man. George, what you got over there? Oh, not, 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 not nothing too special. You know, a little uh, tequila mix I got working in. Okay. Uh, in the form of uh, watermelon Monaco. Oh, Okay. So, yeah, you know, I got a little tequila Rio going on, uh, gluten-free. Okay, okay, okay. For us diabetics, if that makes sense. And okay. I got diet alcohol. Yes, yes. Trey, I am with you. You know what? The sweetest thing that you can drink when it's hot is just water. It's just water. I mean, and cold water is just the best water when it's hot. So I'm with you. You know what I do when it's hot? What? Turn on the air conditioner. <laughs> <You're> stupid. <laughs> yes. Yes, he's back, Roger. Roger. He's back. Roger. He's what back. you say? Audio. I realized I had to do a little little configuring and twigging and rigging, but I'm straight. That's okay. <laughs> See, that's what you guys do. That's what, what I up, love. Pete? Just yeah, 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 yeah. Look, the IT uh, in the bloodline. The IT in the bloodline. How to do what we do? And that was just in time hey, for bro. you to uh, let us know what, what you're drinking on. What's up, Brian? Mr. Johnson hey, gotta, is in the building. Somewhat low. What you got? What you got drinking on. over there? What you got? I'm really just a hard cider. I'm actually hitting hard cider for right now because I got to catch a flight in the morning. But see, okay. before the second hour, more than likely, that shit's going to change. Y'all know me. I'm a rolling hair warrior. So. I'm probably yeah. gonna mix it up anyway, <laughs> but that's okay. it. For okay, okay, and I'm all good for slipping on the sidelines. So, Mr. Brian Johnson, if you want to let us know what you over there sipping on, please let us know. Share right, right. With the team. You, you missed it, Roger. I'm just sipping on the tequila Monaco. Hey, you know, listen, yeah. well, that's my go-to. Yeah, probably at work. At the free one, so I'm doing my diet alcohol right now. Hey, that's real. That's real. I got a lot of drinking this weekend, though, so I'm trying to be good starting now. I got a lot of drinking to do. A lot of drinking to do. Not that you came from it, but you go into it. Okay, you just go ahead and water up. Eh? He's getting warmed up. He's getting his yeah, practice in. I'm, I'm be drinking to Mimi's town. I'm touching down tomorrow. Hey, are you? For how long? Uh, the weekend, my, my one of my younger sisters is getting married, so... Uh, to a Trini boy, my boy. So oh, Lord, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, I'll be touching down tomorrow. Then my son will be there. My brother will be there. Family's coming from other places. Brother? Of, Is it the brother that we met? Mm -mm, mm -mm. My younger brother that lives oh. in uh, He's the artist that lives in Atlanta. He's actually TP's uh, one of his uh, chief artists on the studio. He's a bad boy. 
Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, yep, we'll all be together. That's a fact. Okay, see, Mr. Johnson is sipping on some brisk Risk lemonade. lemonade. Hey, is it is it uh is it uh Arnold Palmer or is it just regular lemonade? If it's regular <laughs> lemonade, you're fired. And CB, don't bust his bubble because he may not be at work. Okay, she already said it. She's like, oh, he might be at work. He might just be don't put some water. whiskey in that shit, B. Go put some whiskey in, and then then hey, we can talk. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, brisk lemonade is really good. Hey, look, if he at work, he better be on break. <laughs> even, even, even better. Because they don't be playing. <laughs> hey, even, even better. So, yeah, that's it. I'm going to oh, take a picture. Baby, you on time out. What happened? Anyway, so moving right along, guys, because we got some 411 to cover. I don't know if y'all got some. Ooh, tequila. My man. Ooh. That's what I'm talking about. Hey, good man. Good man. Oh, wow. Simon says we are not at work, okay? Clearly, <laughs> that's the deal. That's the drill right there. My man, what I you got? What you got? What you got? I love it. So, on the four one one, you guys remember last week we had a conversation about this teenage little chick that had burned down her damn school because she was pissed off because they took her phone because she was over there whoring around with you know older men on her phone. Mm-hmm. Well, she was um, charged with nineteen counts of murder. Damn. So at 19 years old, she's going away for a mighty, mighty long, long time. And you're going to Guyana prison. So she's not gonna live the best life ever. So she ain't gonna live the best life for a long period. Yes. Mm -hmm. And see, this is this is what I don't understand with these kids. They do shit and then they think about it. Oh my god, I should have never done that. Oh, what was I thinking? And then your whole life is over. No fear, no fear of anything. Yeah, it's a wrap. Her life is over. No, 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 no. And I'm telling you now, in those countries, them prisons be bad, bad, bad. It's like yeah, looking at that. She'd be lucky to fulfill her whole sentence. Mm-hmm. She won't. She won't. 100% she won't. She probably That's won't. That girl probably kill herself or something crazy because she a little crazy already. So they'll have to be watching her. Yeah. She, she's a done daughter. Done. Yeah. She'll be on watch. Okay, guys. So on a lighter note, while the sperm cells are. um. You know, the little guys are working. What's going on with Al Pacino? Al Pacino at 83 years old. He got his little little 29-year-old chick pregnant. What? His little guys are working, honey. (laughs) Robert De Niro's are too. Yeah. I I ain't mad, but are these dudes for real? I feel like they're really thumbing their nose. They're basically going, look, fuck my first wife or my ex-wife or whoever, baby mama. I'm going to leave everything to this young chick. That's the only thing you could be saying or doing that for. Is you got to be like, you know what? I'm dying soon. Let me piss everybody off. Yeah, see, and, 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 and the young little chick, well, she's 29, but she had already been with like some billionaires and shit like that already. Like she had some stuff going on. So she was already like on the billionaire streak. Like, yeah, I'm going to get me oh, some so money. Oh, so she liked tricks. Right, okay. Bro. Look, I don't care who you are. She's setting her stuff up. Huh? Brian said he still got it. He still got it, honey. Yeah, yeah. All you got to do is lay there if you got the little chick twerking on you. The little mm. guy's gonna come. We come in. No pun intended. Right, right, right. <laughs> Listen. Hey, oh, Warning. The following video contains explicit language, which may be offensive to some viewers or inappropriate for children. The content within this video is intended for mature audiences only. We gotta change that last part. I just don't know about that whole maturity shit. But anyway, I digress. <laughs> call it what you want call it what you want i mean i don't know i don't know what those guys are proving by being with the younger 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 kids that could be like they're damn they're like 
They've proven that they can still get that ass. It doesn't matter. Listen, call it what you want. Those young chicks, what are those young chicks proving by being with those old dudes? I'm going for money. So his thing is, you know what? If I got to pay for it, you're going to pay for it. You lay there while I drape my soggy ass over you and, and do what I do while my Johnson stands up in defiance of God and gravity just to poke you. That's why. That's what he's proving. You're welcome. <laughs> Carrie, you're definitely mature enough for the show, okay? <laughs> hey, Brian Johnson say we still got child. it. He say we. Okay, Brian. That's what's up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that part. Hey, my dude. My dude. <laughs> we still got it. Hey, that's Listen, right. at 82, at 82, every man wants to come and then go. Who cares? You're done after that. It's like, all right. <laughs> Just hey, like y'all seen the color purple. How'd he die? On top of me. Like he's gonna be like 101 years old when that child is 18. Like he ain't gonna make it to that fucking child's 18th birthday. What's wrong with you? And I love Al. Uncle Al's the man on the sidelines with a walker and and gum and crackers and stuff while they're at it. But you know what? Stop stop underestimating that Italian man. Okay, just don't do that. He's still gonna be the biggest pimp going if he if he does. Italian or Jew, whatever he got going on in him, because he got some things on the all New York. Okay. Trey, he still got that strong game. Okay, I'm out. Shoot. It's Robert De Niro. It's Al Pacino. Shoot, they could get it. Yes, yes, they can. Of course. At this age, hell yeah. Knock yourselves out. They ain't let nothing stress them out. They, they, okay. let, they, let, they let Martha Stewart pose for, for, for the for the cover. So I mean, you know. Ooh, could you yeah. imagine if her and Al got together? That'd be a, like that'd be like two sailboats fucking all that flapping going on. <laughs> two That's sailboats. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> hey, boy, what know. does that even mean? You know what that look means. <laughs> you, uh, how do you tell fuck? That's what I'm trying to figure out. You, you know what that means. Anyway. Sense. So what are you guys' thoughts on AI being a threat? It looks like 90 jobs are going to be 90. I don't know. I don't know if it was 90 million, 90,000. But I just got the number 90 will be lost by 2030. What are your all thoughts on anyway and the AI taking over period, especially all these customer service jobs? See, I'd rather speak to a person any day because the AI stuff is not working quite well for me. See, I, I think you can never replace human empathy. And so there are there are things that they can do. Yes, they can complete lots of calculations that early, uh, quickly way more than we can, things like that. But you'll never be able to replace compassion in the human heart. So you you talk about you know, customer service and things like that. Hell, the shit's already bad. It's either bad or you can't understand the person based on where they come from. So it, I, I just think, again, you're going to force that two-class system that they've been pushing forever and always. Yeah. I just, I, I think it's a gift and a curse pretty much like anything man-made. It's going to go too far. Yeah, it definitely is. Trey say, I have them calling me daddy. You know what? Oh, um, yeah, yeah. Well, you know. <laughs> Brian yeah. said, Bruce, Bruce hit it. Yeah, he did. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's I just let Bruce, Bruce hit it. Let Nick bounce tonight. I got you. I got you. Shake that monkey. Shake it. Oh my gosh. Okay, that's well, proof that there's somebody for everybody. Like seriously. Yes. So moving and moving. Okay. So this one is this one is really interesting because I am a fan of Vibes Cartel, but. He done killed somebody back in like 2013, 2014, or it's alleged that he did. And he says to this day that he didn't. But anyway, 
Um, so they have him under some crazy, crazy conditions because this is what's happening. He has Graves' disease and he has a heart condition. And because they found a cell phone on him, they now have him in like damn near 23 hours confinement in the hole with no ventilation, little or no ventilation, because you guys know what the hole is. You go in a hole, ain't nothing but a brick. And, and, and he, a door. <laughs> all you got is this, yeah, enough yeah, for that yeah. little tray to come in and tray to come out. And um, it's just really yeah. crazy. It's, it's really crazy the conditions that a lot of these inmates are under. But, you know, that's what happens when you get involved in shit and you kill somebody or yeah, but, but you know what? That, that, that sounds like they're trying to get him out of there because it's a whole lot of people who've done a whole lot worse who are living in pristine conditions by comparison. Yeah. So it sounds to me yeah. like they're trying to he, he's either on that snitch list or something's going on. They're trying to exit because yeah, that's really inhumane. I mean, you go yeah. crazy in that like solitude anyway. So right, and his attorney is just kind of like you know losing it. Like, look, this is this is not it, and he's bringing attention to it. And you know what happens when you bring attention to a prison. Ain't nothing they can yeah, do. They're they gonna call Al Sharpton and his perm to come help out, and you know everybody gets together and does a fish fry and a GoFundMe and shit. And, you know somebody's gonna go get it. You know, yeah, he said yeah. a fish fry and a GoFundMe. <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna pass the church hat. You know, you know that's an island thing. You do a fish fry for everything. So that's for so everybody. That. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> you killing me? <laughs> but you came in just right with it, though. So anywho, <laughs> moving right along. Okay, so what are you guys' thoughts on children being taught to cook as a part of the school curriculum? Because I remember when I was going to school, you either had home economics, I had typing class, you had cooking, there was woodwork for the guys, and I chose to leave typing and go to cooking. And I'm a great cook today, but I still do the middle finger typing, even though I go fast as hell. <laughs> I took all that shit. Everything you just listed. Yeah, I, mean, I was in metal shop, wood shop. Look at I was in home at. I took typing. Yeah, all like that shit. Eat all the damn time. I, I think. Hell yeah. Yeah. What's my thought? I think yeah, yeah. Look, I was I was actually just telling some classmates the other day. I started cooking when I was four because I four? didn't want to wait. I'm the four. F O apostrophe four. Because and this is back when. This is back when you know you had the gas stoves. We have gas stoves out here, but in the Midwest, they still have electric mostly. And so right. literally, I didn't want to wait on my mom to get up. I went downstairs with that big ass heavy uh, iron cast iron skillet, got on a step stool, put it on there, turned the heat up, started started cooking eggs. And and she came down there like, what the hell? And then she was like, oh shit, those look pretty good. Went back upstairs. See, in the 70s, you could do that. And we didn't right. even die once. We didn't die not once. And now these kids ain't do shit. So, you know, yeah, so yeah, I, I'm all for it. But among us, Brian, you stupid. <laughs> Brian, you are completely stupid. <laughs> he, I'm sure he's right. But you I'm also sure completely right. true. <laughs> I want to learn to sew. I want to learn to cook. I want to learn to type with all the girls. Yep. And it's the watering is like, nah, I'm going to do it. Yeah, it's called playing the eyes, brother. <laughs> oh shit that part <laughs> okay. I was so proud of myself because I did do uh, cooking and I made a bunny cake which was really cool and I can still make one to this day it's really neat I was really proud of myself you know what at the meals you've been cooking I'm going to need you to 
never tell anybody you took and home I'm, again say, and I'm thinking you you failed that class miserably. I can cook. You guys just don't appreciate my style of cooking. Okay, so then what happened was that she made this beautiful, she created this beautiful, beautiful, wonderful child that is an awesome freaking cook. And the type of stuff that she over there cooking, it makes you want to like, what the hell? So... <laughs> So yeah, she yeah, ain't got wonderful children because both the twins can cook. In fact, they could really have their own cooking show. Why can't they, Mama? Like, cooking with the twins, like seriously, they they can cook because they learned from my mom and my grandma. Uh, she was not a part of the equation. That's okay, babe. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to figure what to, what to do. With, what do you I are a part of the equation when you eat. All you gotta do is get a plate. <laughs> <laughs> you know exactly what? that part that part right there right, okay so did you guys see but, the video but wait, 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 but wait a minute i do have a funny cooking story though go i was dating this chick one time she oh, had Lord. three kids right and her birthday came up and we were asleep and we woke up and it was all kind of smoking shit going on in the house we're like what the fuck is going on these kids are like seven years old you know so they then decided they're gonna get up and they gonna make mama a birthday cake. Oh shit. We in the kitchen. And when I say these kids had everything, they had the 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 batter, the the oh. the eggs and the sugar and the icing, and it was all in the pot. All of it was in a big casserole bowl. And I'll say the eggs, they used a whole dozen eggs, shells and all. <laughs> I mean, look, it's just it, 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 it was it was effort, dog. It was effort. That's all I can say. That shit was funny as hell. I'll never forget it. <laughs> well, you know, I tried to make a chicken pot pie. How would uh, that work out? Yeah. Well, the thing is, I used the cookbook and I used it, you know, to a T. I followed it step by step. Oh, we had never this conversation. Once, never once did it tell me to cook the chicken first. <laughs> so after 40 minutes of cooking the chicken was still frozen but the vegetables were all nice and and delicious and the crust on top it was all golden brown and it was just amazing so crystal we just no. ate around it so they had like vegetable pot pie instead of so chicken. you so you had Salmonella pie pie. Yes. <laughs> Salmonella. Yes. Well, the vegetables were hot. Okay, you know what? Was, was so the more you talk, you know what, babe? Okay, let's just go to the next one. Yeah, she's gonna make me pull out the hard liquor. Go ahead, go ahead, fire the see. Y'all gonna y'all gonna mess up my whole night. Oh, <laughs> for Jesus. Right, right. Barry, Barry, talk to her. Yeah. Talk to her. <laughs> Brian said, "Unbelievable! It's okay, sis. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah, chicken pot pie with frozen chicken." Well, it didn't tell me to cook it first. My mom told me that's what I should have done after the fact, but it didn't say to do that in the cookbook. I just really think that the cookbook thought that common sense will tell you to cook the chicken. Ain't common, baby. It ain't common. But how how do you know you're supposed to cook the chicken if and you're following the cookbook step by step if that's not one of the steps? Well, if hey. it's not, you should know, you should have thought about that on your own. Like, you know what? Hey, I, think I need to cook this chicken before I put this chicken in this thing right here. Hey, not Brian. Right? 
I basically took it. I off hate the to be the bearer of bad news, but that's your sister. <laughs> and oh, I tried to make some um, chicken and dumplings. Let's just say, and I still don't understand how this happened because I watched my grandmother make hot water cornbread. So you're supposed to like make your dough and just drop it in hot water. Well, wow. with chicken and dumplings, it just disappears, it just evaporates, and you what? just have foggy water. No, it doesn't. Okay, hold on. You know what? We are moving right along. Roger, I need you to come back. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna talk more about this at another time. Right now, we're gonna move along, moving forward. Okay, so did you guys see the video with the attorney from New York that was fired for snatching a wig from a female while he was drunk walking with his friends on the sidewalk? Mm-mm. That shit was off the chain. But it's on YouTube. It's on somewhere. I'm sure, George, you can find it within a minute. Was, he did what now? A New York attorney snatched a wig from a chick's head. And I get, I don't even know what got into him because if you saw the guy, he was just as freaking nerdy as he just looked like he just came from a case and he was just hanging out with his boys and they were walking on the sidewalk. He saw this chick and pulled off her wig. And she... Liquid flipped. courage. Liquid courage. Yes, I don't even know who told him that he should do it. I don't know if his friends were like, yo, pull her wig off. And he did it. <laughs> but then he found himself like, yo, like, cause she was like, why you that, that, that? She went off, that chick was going off and it lasted for a couple minutes. And of course, of course, the, the firm fired him. Of course. Why? I mean, I'm being for real, why? Well, they said that they usually don't get involved in people's, you know, stuff like after hours and stuff like that. But you know, when a video goes viral, and you're an attorney, and you do some, some dumb shit like this. Okay, here we go. Go ahead, George, run it. <laughs> Look at this idiot. Oh. He's an attorney, according to the information. Here it is. Sir, for what reason? For what reason? For what reason did you take my wig off? Because what, what made you think that that was the good thing to do? What made you think that that was the good thing to do? For what? For what? Why did you do that? What makes you think that that's okay? Is that funny? Is that funny? You don't even follow me. Are you, do you hit women or something? Why did you take my wig off and keep walking? For what, sir? He's saying just apologize. Why? Why did you take my wig off and just walk away? Because what? He did not want to apologize. Because he did it on purpose. Nah, have a nice one. Have a nice day. You, you're nice as him. He needs somebody to beat his ass. I'm dead ass. Let's That's put a picture full mass. Y'all think I'm angry. Viral video posted by musician Lizzie. Lizzie Ashley showed the aftermath of a man who allegedly snatched her wig off in the middle of the street and continued to walk away without even offering an apology. Now, obviously, that seems to be an insane story. <laughs> yeah. Wow. It I is. bet I know why he got fired. I mean, outside the <laughs> obvious. Mainly, 
King of the Jackasses. Intoxicated, representing that law firm. The minute they put his name and associated with them, they had to sever ties. Yeah, it wasn't. Right. That's all it was. But I promise you, a whole lot worse has been done to certain people, and and people kept their job. That was, of course, a black guy. And I mean, for whatever reason, it is what it is. At least he got fired. But agree, you know. We, I think we all agree, had that video not been there, nothing, nothing. Yeah, of course it would have never, because it would have never happened. Mm-hmm. Right. You know? Yeah. But hey, anyway. Brian, Brian said if that was a sister. Was it a sister or was it a white girl? Sound like it, sound like it was a sister. No, that was a sister that it happened to. I about mm-hmm. say, like I said, yeah, it sounded yeah. like it was. Yeah, it was well, a sister well, that well, it happened to. Hey, so, hey, wait, hold on, Brian. If it was a sister with an A-H versus a sister with E-R... <laughs> Right, that part, and yeah. He'd, hey, he'd have been holding his ribs because she'd have stabbed his ass. That's what would have happened. Well, I was trying to figure out if that green thing in her hand was the wig because if it was, it needed yeah. to be snatched off. We're thinking the same thing. Was she coming from a party? I mean, let me let's hear the man out. He but probably yeah, thought it was an ornament from a Christmas tree or you know. look, the dude was faded. I mean, you know, it is what it is. Like I said, had there been a man around worth, you know, worth of salt, he would have slapped the guy and kept it pushing, but eh, he didn't. He said, Are they in Kansas City? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I doubt it. I'm not sure. <laughs> I doubt it. That's a good question. <laughs> it does seem like some Westport Plaza shit. It did, but no. <laughs> right, right. That's pretty funny. So good, good. He lost his job. Fair play, fair play. And uh, so, see, I'm about to snap into your world just for a split second. I know that I'm always jumping on Roger's basketball yeah. world and sports world, but mm-hmm. how about the Little Mermaid making 118 million plus at the back box office on the first week out? Yes. I'm loving well deserved. That. Well yes. deserved. That I'm film loving that is for Chloe. Fantastic. Yeah. It is fantastic. Melissa yeah. McCarthy does a great job as Ursula, but Hallie as Ariel, no one else yeah. could have pulled that off. Like no one. Perfect casting. It was just it was amazing. The special effects, girl. So with that being That's said, good. with that being said. Now, let's check out the movie with Crystal C.B. Booker. All right. Now, as we are already talking about Little Mermaid. Oh, my God. Little Mermaid is amazing. If you guys haven't seen the film yet, Definitely do yourselves a favor and go and see Little Mermaid. It was fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. The special effects were great. Javier uh, Bardiam did a great job playing King Triton. It was really cool to see um, just the diversity of the film. It was amazing. They had um, like her mermaid sisters were you know, different nationalities from all the seven seas. It was just, it was so beautiful. It was such a beautiful film. Um, but Hallie, 
Bailey did her thing. To all her haters, <laughs> up yours. <laughs> she did her thing. Here's a, a a trailer of it. Here's the little mermaid, guys. It's amazing. Oh, I don't die! was drowning i had to save him this obsession with humans has to stop i just want to know more about them ariel don't poor child i can help you you can't live in that world unless you become a human yourself is that even possible it's <laughs> what i live for <laughs> Something about you seems different. I can't quite figure it out. She got legs, you idiot. I don't know I Watching you Someday That doesn't make us enemies. Ah, uh, it is such a good. Are you fucking really? Are you? I am. It is fabulous. That that film is fabulous. <laughs> They did such a good job. Like, oh, it's That's fabulous. Funny. Great casting. The special effects were great. Um, everybody, like, the chemistry was wonderful. They even had a cameo of Jody Benson, who uh, originally did the voice of Ariel in the first Disney film. And it was just, it was amazing. It was an amazing film. And I forgot the name of the actor who originally did Sebastian, but he also did a cameo in the film as well. I think that's cool. But it was uh, it's, it was an amazing film, and just the the vibe in the movie theater was just it was everyone was just awe, it just in awe, in amazement. It was so fabulous. And after the film was over, people clapped there was like a standing ovation for the film after it was over. I was so happy to see that. It was just, it was an amazing time. It's an amazing vibe. If you guys get a chance to see this film, definitely go see it. And also coming soon is the new Transformers. Now this one is definitely one a must-see and one that has been long awaited. So it's going to be 
really, really, really good because this time the beast bots, and I forgot what we called them back in the day, but the beasts are now joining the fight. And it's just, it's, 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 it's good. It's really good. And that comes out June 6th. So you don't want to miss that one, which I would think is next Friday. So uh, yeah, definitely go see Transformers and continue going to see Little Mermaid and still playing is Fast X. Don't forget to go see that, continue seeing that as well as Gardens of the Galaxy. So all of those films I recommend from the still playing to the coming soon, but definitely check them out. These are excellent films. For centuries, our kind has stayed hidden on Earth. But darkness has found us again. Prime. This is about the fate of all living things. Unicron is coming. Back up. Oh, I thought we were boys. You brought a human here? I'm nobody. I ain't even seen nothing. I'm not even seeing anything right now. Think you hold the man, then you have a better aim. Stop! This is not our war. Optimus, we must trust each other to protect the home we all share. How big can this guy be? Uh, he eats planets. So, like, way bigger than a planet. In the end, everything you cared for will be consumed. Maybe there's another way to save our home. You've never faced anything like this. Let them come. Brian said Disney's undefeated. <laughs> they going on, yeah, they going on bringing all the old and in answer to his, in answer to your question, Brian, the color purple comes out Christmas Day of this year, 2023, is the release date so far. I thought he was being facetious. No, he's serious. <laughs> serious. Oh, yeah. oh Lord. Yeah, he likes the purple. 
That's Everyone want, is actually interested in seeing that remake. It's it's going to be interesting. It's going to be really interesting because Hallie, once again, she plays Nettie in the new remake of Color Purple. So she's going to really do her thing really for sure. Yeah. So I'm really looking forward to that and anything else that she's in. She just, she was a, amazing. I, I can't see anyone else that could have played Ariel. There's just, it was perfect casting. Now I see why they chose her because no one else could have pulled that off. Like no one. She was amazing. That's the only word to describe her is just amazing, phenomenal, fabulous. She did it. She proved all the haters wrong. And of course, you know, people are going to still find fault in her performance, find something negative <laughs> to say. But you know what? The positive outweighs all of the negatives she was amazing she did her job she did i know she came job. from a tampon string and a performance to just like really just doing a damn thing so yeah she, it was amazing she i was just i was blown away <laughs> but um <laughs> the transformers is also right. another good one that right, definitely need a drink the point. Yes. All right, man. So, JJ, hey, love. I <laughs> Thank you for chiming in. I Gage, did. what's up? I know, Gage. I know. I went far. I went far. She had a performance where she had her little string out, and it's like no one forgot that for the longest. And now she's just like booming, coming out left and right, just swinging. Like, I don't right. care what happened back then. That was just a string. That was All right, you know what? You can do 100 things right, boy. If you, do, if you mess up one time, that's the one thing everybody's going to remember. Oh, this person cured cancer, got a gold medal at the Olympics, won the lottery, made a million dollars. Yeah, you remember that time they up a trip walking up the steps? Boy, that's the human nature. That goes to say that she's human and shit happens, but it's all good. Mm. <laughs> really, shit happens. Yeah, it's all love. Five to seven days a month. Shit. <laughs> all right. It is what it is. Oh, shoot. Yeah, so what else is in the hood? Is that it for movies? Well, I was going to say that for those of you who do like the classics, and since this is a time of travel, people will be traveling during their uh, summer vacations, you may want to um, revisit a film. It's a classic called The Last Time I Saw Paris, one of my favorites with Van Johnson and Elizabeth Taylor and Walter Pidgeon. It is a fabulous film. Um, it's about socialites in Paris. Donna Reed is also in it. Um, Van Johnson plays a reporter. He falls in love with Elizabeth Taylor's character. Um, her sister likes him. I mean, it, it's it's a it's a good film. It's a really good film. But it also shows the beauty of Paris and the different you know places to visit and different tourist spots to visit. So, if you want to um, check out a really good film for the summer, I would definitely say visit the classic. Last time I saw Paris. It's also in color. So for those of you who don't like the black and whites, it's a color film and it's it's really good. It's got a good story, good plot, good storyline, and it holds your attention, but it also captures the beauty of Paris. As a matter of fact, Dinah Shore sang the uh, theme song to the film, The Last Time I Saw Paris. So you guys wanna check that out. Now, mind you, nobody in this film is still alive. So keep that in mind when you guys watch this. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it's called a classic from the Golden You don't get films like that anymore. You just you don't. Oh. 
But they are amazing films. You could have kept that one in the file cabinet. I know, for real. And people like me who don't really like know like when folks die or whatever, because I just trust me, everybody in this motherfucker gone. I promise you that. They are. They are. So so what's your point? So we shouldn't listen to people who have passed on. We shouldn't watch films of people who have passed on. What are you trying to say? I mean, no. I mean, it can. Of course, it can happen. You know, you just can't be like, what are they doing today? <laughs> Sleeping. <laughs> hey, the hey, eternal man. sleep, the sleep of no return. What are they doing today? And right. I may, and I may Not have the same excitement. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It shouldn't stop you from watching it. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. Hey, tell them how. Tell them how. Like hey, I like the classics. Turner Hawk is my favorite station. That's all I want. Watch the classics. I love the classics because oh, you don't funny. get film like that anymore. Just oh, the pure rock talent. <laughs> You don't yeah, have right. that anymore. You don't see that anymore. That's right, sis. Fight for your right. <laughs> yeah, I I love watching classics. I love it. <laughs> I I you that says a lot. I say it unapologetically. Oh, okay. I love classics. I'm now making my that, nose. I'm making my that nose. says a lot. Oh shit. Hey, shut up, George. We watching Bewitched. Get classy. off this shit. That's right. <laughs> I'm classy and sassy. Now what? Then we watch and we watching our dream of genie, fucker. <laughs> I watched both of them. I know you did. I know exactly. you did. Oh my god. We would know the Brady oh. Bunch if not for watching the classics. If people didn't watch classic TV, you wouldn't be able to connect with the you know the um Andy Griffins and the Beverly Hillbillies. That's classic TV or the but Green that's, Anchor. That's classic for us, but for these kids today, they're gonna be like, what? <laughs> Yeah, they would. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Bro, honey, and why am I watching? Yeah. Everybody, you mean everybody's dead today? What? I'm feeling right now. To the moon, Crystal. To the moon. I'll <laughs> <laughs> bang zoom. Honeymooners, shoot. Cedric the Entertainer did a, a remake of the Honeymooners. Okay, you know what? On that note, um, and it wasn't good. So, and I love it. Sad. Was funny. So, yeah, on it wasn't that meant note, to get an Oscar, it was meant to be funny. Mm-hmm. It did its job. We'll agree to disagree. <laughs> I love saying I just saw him. I just saw. Hey, listen, I, I've seen Kings of Comedy, but you know, I get it. I get it. that's a money maker family movie. But, Are we good for movies? Are you still going, Mama? <laughs> no, that's it. Okay, we're gonna, we're gonna jump into sports. <laughs> hey, listen, I can't compete with that because I don't have many classic footage right now, but. I'm going to tell y'all about what's going on currently. Well, hold that thought. Yo, yo, let's get it. Sports and fitness with Roger Hawkins. To the window, to the window. <laughs> there you go. There you okay. go. Uh, I know, right? Hey. <laughs> so, 
Yeah, yeah. So not a right, whole lot yeah. on the horizon right now. Uh, as far as as far you know, we kind of kind of in the in between stage. You know, I always got to keep up with what my boys are doing. In theory, we were supposed to have a, a pretty high profile receiver coming, DeAndre Hopkins, uh, by way of uh, Houston and the Cardinals. That ain't gonna happen now because Baltimore kind of screwed our deal up. So we're still probably looking for a number one in, in the NFL for those that don't know. Talking about the Chiefs. If you don't know, you probably should go to bed. Uh, anyway, like know. I said, we're, we're making some moves. We're making some moves. But uh, yeah, DeAndre's probably off the table. So I know some of us were looking forward to that. Shit ain't going to happen. Um, Shakari Richardson, track and field. I'm on track and field now. Uh, American Sprinter, the girl that got banned for weed, basically. She mm-hmm. got bumped in her lap for smoking weed, which I think is BS. Uh, she's come back with a vengeance. She's having a really good 2023. I, I want to like her a lot. I want to pull for her. She's doing her thing. She has toned everything down in terms of she was just doing too, too much. She was kind of trying to do the Flojo 2.0 thing, and she was doing well. Hell of a runner, but it, it was too gaudy. Go- she was gaudy. Like, are you going to be a good athlete or are you going to be a showpiece? And I think these young people need to choose a lane. So she's kind of yeah. toned down the outfits and she's running her ass off. She's doing well. I wish her the best because I think no matter how you feel about her being hood or whatever, young lady's good. And, you know, it's poli- it's politics and everything in any sport. Yeah. The track and field, no different. So the fact that she's she's running a world leading time in the 100 right now, uh, I'm definitely pulling for her. So big ups to her out there. Mm-hmm. Um, also on track and field, there was a young lady in Oregon. I believe it was in Oregon. Uh, I'll have to double check. She won the high school state championship team title alone. Don't ask me how. She won it alone. She beat every other team and won a championship by herself. She got first in like five events or something like that, which is the max you can do for in a field event or whatever the rule is. It was either Washington or Oregon. I will double check my facts. But this young lady literally won everything and won the state title by herself. I mean, she should be like queen for the week or something. It's incredible. Incredible. I I mean, big ups to her. Um, and then, uh, Angel, I got to talk Angel Reese. So for those that don't know, Angel Reese is the young lady from LSU who, you know, teased the little chickadee from Iowa after they beat Iowa in in the finals to win the NCAA championship in basketball. Mm -hmm. Now, what's funny is everybody was making a big fuss about, you know, oh, you know, how, how she was classes, et cetera, et cetera. We all know why. I mean, Hey, you know, it's, you know. It's just, it's, it is what it is in this country. But anyway, she, along with a couple of other collegians, are going to be in Sports Illustrated this month. So that's a, that's kind of a big deal because they already had the one little little girl that was going to be in there, the blonde chick. And now they've got her gracing, and then they've got a couple of other athletes. But listen, that girl's a tall drink of water, 6'3", and all that. Listen, I don't like young people like that, but if I did, I'd tackle her big ass. So anyway, she looks good though. She looks really good. She did. She had a good shoot. <laughs> you know, she's she's definitely capitalizing on her newfound celebrity and things like that. She calls herself Ghetto Barbie. So, you know, take that for what it is. But just got to give her a big shout out in that respect. She's doing her thing. So, um, yeah, that that's that's kind of um, what's going on for the most part in sports and and all of that. Uh, 
for the fitness part, I'll tell you guys about detoxing when I get done drinking for this wedding this weekend. <laughs> we'll talk about maybe if if we're lucky, I'll take some video of me trying to traverse Stone Mountain. It's been about 10 years since I've gone up Stone Mountain. So I may let you guys tease me going up Stone Mountain, trying to sweat out all the alcohol I'm going to consume. So we'll find out. I'll let you know. Um, I've always said I want to do that one time, but I, I don't know if I could do it right now. But I, I would. I, I just you live there. What, are you, what the hell are you talking about? You live there. I know. I'm gonna do it at some point. I'm just not gonna do it this week or next week. Okay, I got four more weeks of recovery. Oh, perfect excuse. Okay, so <laughs> Stone Mountain is exactly what it says. It's a mountain made of a big rock. It's pretty smooth though. It's literally like a mile going up a mile. It's got a pretty good slope to it. Um, so definitely a good workout, definitely a good workout. <clears throat> um, so there's that. Uh, yeah, so I may, I may try and do that now. Now for once guys, since Mimi is always, you know, kicking in my door when I got the sock on the knob, um, I'm going to do the same thing to her in reverse. Uh, what? nothing, nothing, baby, nothing, nothing. I'm just saying, no, I know we kind of, we had to jump into movies because it was just too good. It was too good. So we had to jump in CB segment, but I want to I, I want to just try this out on y'all for a second. I have some questions that have been burning with me and I just need you guys to tell me. I'm going to ask questions. I need y'all to tell me, does this make me a dick? Because Ooh. I yeah. want y'all to go <laughs> my thought process on it. Don't start by saying yes already, asshole. Hey, look, listen, skip, hey, just, just wait. Damn, just wait. <laughs> Everybody got that shit loaded like it's in a holster. I, I ain't talking about me personally. I'm just talking about the question. All right. Number one, number one, does this make me a dick? Because I think that people that order their steaks well done should be charged double because you ruin meat and you're eating baseball glove leather. Now, exactly, exactly. <laughs> well, so listen, I was working, unfortunately, I was doing a job and I was in a restaurant and I was working on their computers. And I heard a gentleman order the breakfast special steak and eggs. And the first thing he said was, well done. Now, I hate to throw us under the bus, but the majority of times that I hear that shit ordered is us. Now, what I'm going to say to all my brothers and sisters out there is you should be throttled anytime you order a steak well done. It's, it, it's just a sacrilege. And we got to get out of that shit. About, I need it cooked all the way through. That's your hamburger if you want to. But for God's sake, <laughs> continue, continue. <laughs> anyway, that shit, yeah, that shit grinds my gears. But yeah, I think there should be a rule. There should be a law. Restaurants should be able to charge you double for that shit. Just because you just, you know what? That's not even, that's sacrilege. And it's, it's just, it's just, it, it's bad for the cow's memory. It's something about, you know, for real. It's dishonorable. There you go, Gage. I'm, I rock with you, fam. At least media, media. I, I, I can fade that. I can fade that. Okay, so let me ask a question. So is medium considered like no red? Yeah, no. medium, medium is, is pink roughly, with no blood. Pink, yeah, oh, pink yeah. in the middle, no blood, fairly warm. Um, You can look at it as a third, a third, and a third. Medium, a third, brown on top, on bottom, mm -hmm. in the middle, like George said, pink, no blood. That's medium. Medium rare is it's pink, fruit. red blood. There yeah. you go. And no. then rare, you know what that is. 
but yeah, it's you know what rare is. <laughs> yeah, but it's it twice. But, it, but, it, but you can go medium well. Medium well is it's so close. It's like a sliver of pink. Right. It's like it's like two fifths a fifth and yeah. two fifths at the bottom. But it is really really warm. Yeah, I so, would do medium well. You know, I mean, but and the thing is, if you have the right cut. If you have a really, really good cut, I ain't talking about that price chopper five for 25 bullshit because I know y'all in Kansas City. I used to live by there. <laughs> but, right. but but I'm just saying, it's one of those things you really have to, it's like anything, you have to kind of, so it's a practice thing. So anyway, that's my rant about steak. Stop doing that. Stop doing that in public. Embarrassing me. Don't do that in public. <laughs> Don't order your shit well done. But... <laughs> I think yeah, I think they should charge people double. I just do. I just do. All right, I really do. Okay. Um, does this does this make me so? Does this make me a dick? That <clears throat> I think that the okay. Did you talk about the young man that jumped overboard on the cruise line? No. Mm-mm. Okay, so George just got off a cruise, guys. He just got back from a cruise. We have our annual cruise. We know we do some cruising. There was a cruise coming from the Bahamas, of course, they all do, by way of, uh, I forget. And long story short, an 18-year-old young man, so old enough, was dared by his friends to jump overboard. Stupid. And it's not that that's not tragic, but he fucking jumped. And the video is pretty bad. It was chaos on, on, on board. Most people believe he was eaten by the shark that everybody saw swimming not too far away. Some people believe he drowned. Either way, he didn't make it home. Oh. Does it make me a dick to say God's will has been done? Because listen, at eighteen, that wasn't God's were, will. That was the devil's will. No, it wasn't. That mean that's called Darwinism. That's called you know what? Some people don't deserve to procreate. Now I feel bad for his family, but this idiot was gonna get picked off sooner or later because if you let your friends at eighteen influence you to do some fucktarded shit like something that, something worse was coming. Okay. I mean, it is what it. I, I I really feel bad for his family. Let me not say that I don't. Right. Really? Right. Yo, jump off the bridge. We're coming after you. Okay. And 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 they did. They did. They did. So you know, I, I don't know. I don't I don't know. So hey, okay. uh, with that being said, bam. You got, you got it? Yep. I uh-uh. credit to son. Let's go. This <laughs> kid. <laughs> <laughs> Jump oh my god. Oh, oh bye And he did it at night too. Oh my god. It's it's exactly exactly. And this is what people were saying. They were like, so you really did that at night when you can't see anything you're in the ocean now obviously if you're on in warm waters which they were you know you never know what you got coming and not, not that i mean there there are obviously warm and cold water predators but all that to say look i'm sure alcohol was involved sorry it almost always is to make that kind of choice i don't give a damn how good of a swimmer you are you're gonna ju- and you know it's not exactly easy to get back on a, a, a cruise ship, you know, without the 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 say the lifeboats or vest or or you know whatever. So anyway, you know, I, I would feel 
I'd hate to be that kid's parents. Like I said, I would be mm. crushed. I'd be sad, but then I'd be embarrassed that I raised such a dumbass. So but there's that. That was stupid because, you know, they even tell you don't swim in the beach at night because of the sharks and, and the other predators that are lurking in the deep. So that was this really is, done in the this middle is how of a lot of, of, a lot of uh, horror movies in the 80s began, correct? Okay. <laughs> we know the we know the end result. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the sharks. It's just the sharks took on the role of Jason. <laughs> <laughs> okay, last we I, we I know we're gonna get into our topic pretty quickly, but I have to be I have to be well I have to be me. Otherwise, y'all would think I was not feeling well. I have a question. Does it make me a dick if I feel like we should be very very careful? We we should withhold. I read this by the way, and I, I I'm kind of prone to agree. It says. We should be more prone to withhold excessive compliments from women because they get used to it. They don't appreciate them and they start to take the man for granted if he's constantly sweating her and constantly complimenting her. It's almost like, ah, eh, you blow it off because it doesn't mean anything. But if you withhold it for, you know, you know, and then occasionally parcel them out, it's more appreciated because it's almost like, okay, I have to really kind of put forth my effort instead of just waking up and expecting it. So does it make me a dick for a grin? I'm going to have to get you a, I'm going to have to get a not, make a uh, not a dick sign. Because I would <laughs> say that was not a dick. I agree with you on that one. You are okay. not a dick. Oh, shit. You had to okay. ration the compliment. And see, Mimi's smiling. That's how I know she's fucking guilty. <laughs> Mimi is smiling. So right there. And here's the thing. You're not a dick, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> <They're not. laughs> I'm rolling with George right quick. Okay, you're not a dick. <laughs> not on this note. <laughs> see, boy, see how tough we got it, fellas. See how we got it, fellas. If you don't do enough, you ain't shit. If you do too much, you soft, you a simp, and you still ain't shit. Well, look, can't win, can't win. <laughs> it is what it is. That's why some don't try. <laughs> All right, I'm done. I had fun with that segment. We will be back, I promise you. We'll All right, so back. check this out. What's up? I'm going I'm to give y'all a quick teaser of uh, my new segment. It's going to be starting next week. Uh-oh. We're going to have a quick teaser. Just a little brain teaser type thing going on. I call it worthless information in 90 seconds or less. <laughs> so here we go. Something to think about. In 10 minutes, a hurricane releases more energy than all the world's nuclear weapons combined. These are facts. 35% of the people who use personal ads or online ads for dating are already married, and men are three times more likely to use them than women. A snail can sleep for three years. The cigarette lighter was invented before the match. Americans, on an average, eat 18 acres of pizza every day. Don't look at me. I can only do one slice. <laughs> Hummingbirds are the only birds that can fly backwards. The human heart creates enough pressure when it pumps out through blood throughout the body that it'll squirt blood up to 30 feet. So basically, Mighty Python, Quentin Tarantino, you got it right. 
Hey, I knew two of those. I knew two of them. That's good. <laughs> That's cool, though. That's cool. I like it. All right, we jacking around here, but I'm getting I'm getting scolded. I'm getting reprimanded. So guys, hold on. Let me backtrack. Yeah, I, I see that, I'm, JJ. I'm you know, scolded. you know, JJ was gonna have something to say about yeah, that. I'm getting scolded <laughs> now. Okay, so so here's what here's what I'm going to say because I know most of the things I say. I do on purpose, but I'm going to say there are rules and there are exceptions. Now, if you happen to be the exception to the rule who doesn't fall into the category of one of those people who, let's say, takes things for granted, expects it, blah, 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 then I will say, okay, fair enough. Now, I also know that, yes, we all need to make sure that the other person, whoever that is in our life, Knows they're appreciated, respected, love, blah, 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 blah. You can't ever, you can't ever let somebody leave somebody wondering, you know, do you think I'm intelligent? Do you think I'm loyal? Do you think I'm, you know, ride or die? Do you think I'm faithful, attractive? All that bullshit. But what I'm really getting at is if and I've watched it happen. I literally watched this very thing happen on Friday. Not to tell on myself, but I'm gonna tell on myself. Um, I was I, I was hanging with some some buddies of mine from uh <laughs> and I do your back. Um I, I was hanging with some friends from California who had come here and I literally watched a young lady come in, very attractive, very attractive, had her act together, yada 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 was a with a neighbor of a friend of mine. I watched a group of his friends and relatives just sweat her. I mean, just all, all. One guy literally had a fiance there, but because he was alcohol impaired, he forgot temporarily he was engaged and was in this girl's grill like a dentist. So I watched all of this happen. And me being an old, dirty, you know, cool, angry old man, I just sat there and watched the whole thing. So a couple hours in, and I'm not bragging because they got to do me. But she was like, hey, why are you sitting over here by yourself? And I'm like, I'm being cool like I am. And she was like, okay. My whole thing was this. I go, sweetheart, I'm not going to tell you you look good because everybody here in your whole life, you've been told you're attractive. I go, sweetheart, I don't chase my liquor. No disrespect. In the end, what I told her was, you know what? I see your hair is right and your shoe game is tight and I'm straight. And it blew her mind because she was like, I'm so flattered because I spent a lot of time on my hair. Most guys don't notice. I said, exactly. You're welcome. Now I was quite a bit older than she was. And we ended up having a very, very good conversation about business, et cetera, et cetera. But that's the point that I'm making. I'm not going to be like these guys, like puppies with their tongues out, telling you how great you are and all that kind of thing. Because, hey, I'm sorry, no disrespect, but, you know, pretty girls and all of that, that shit comes a dime a dozen and I got a dollar. So if that's really, that's all that you're walking in with, that's cool. But I'm going to go the opposite direction. And yes, <laughs> Yeah. It's but, too bad but, I can't play my song, you know, the ugly song, because uh, it's totally, you know what, you what ugly that. song, that bullshit you song that we've been trying to get you to battle. Yeah. If you want to be happy for the rest of your life, yo, yo, George, yo. George, 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 <laughs> George, <laughs> we love you, we do love you, no, but I, 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 so I guess that's what I'm talking about. I mean, obviously, we're looking at situationally, I'm not saying this all the time, but like, hey. For the rest of your life, I ain't gonna tell you shit. But my mm -hmm. point is, you see how used to that she was, and she was attractive, and she was built like a brick shit house, and she had it together, and she was blah blah this and blah blah that. And you know Did what? You say brick shit house. That's the actual term. Yes, it's brick mm -hmm. shit house, not brick house. Brick shit house is the term. 
because they are sturdy, they're stout, and woo, that's where the term came from. You guys learned something tonight. You're welcome. So when they say she's a brick in a pause house, they mean she's a brick shit house. That's where that term came from. You've never heard that, Crystal? No. George, it's your cousin. You know she hasn't. If somebody said that you look like a shit house, I don't think I would be happy to hear that. Nobody would say that. <laughs> nobody said. Nobody it's said. Because the joke wasn't funny. That's why. Nobody <laughs> said you look like. It's 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 a term. It's just terminology based on the bill. 36, 24, 36. We got, we got to get the song out. That's really all it boils down to is you I've built heard the song. I mean, I thought being a brick house was cool, you know, because you're built solid, you know, like a brick, you know, badass, but shit house? That's new. I don't think I like that. No, no, no. That's not new. Not new is new to you. You're well, that's new. Yeah, they couldn't play that on the radio back in the 60s. She's so a brick shit house. There you go. Where is the compliment? Yes. It's not a compliment. It yeah. is. It is. How? It, if see, someone said, ooh, Roger. Well, maybe it's almost like telling somebody, house. yo, you the shit. If, if, if you they say, if you don't come to somebody and look at them in the face and go, girl, you built like a brick shit house, but tongue in cheek to your fellow whoever, <laughs> you go, hey, dog, she built like a brick shit house. He knows what I'm talking about, but I'm not going to say that to you. That's like saying, that's like saying, you're cute to be ugly, you're cute to be old, or you're cute to be light or cute to be dark. That's a backhanded compliment. You don't say it to someone. Like, that's some shit you just keep to yourself or you keep in, in close company. That's really all that is. But that that's where the term originated. I know you, for the rest of the night, you just, your head is just gone. She's like, I can't, yeah. You probably See, heard this. Back in the day, when they built a shit house, they built it, was it outside a brick, brick, and it was built to be stout. And that shit withstood tornadoes. Yeah, but it was a bathroom. A shit house is where you go to the bathroom, like a shit house, an outhouse, a piss house. And guess what? Usually built stronger than the house. There you go. You don't want to be compared to a shit house. Well, it depends because some people don't age well. And like I said, if you if you still got your donkeys when you're late in, in your life and you're still holding up together and you got your dimensions, it's not an insult. It just is what it is. Yeah, but I mean, if you tell someone they look like shit, that's not a good thing. That's not a compliment. You know what? You know what? Are y'all are y'all are y'all witnessing this, <laughs> folks out there? Our listeners, are you seeing this? Are you hearing this is our life. the hey, words that are coming out life. of her mouth? Normally, we got to do this. We got to do this shit collectively together. But no, this is what I'm saying. It's not telling you that you look like it because yes, that's insulting. We're saying that the brick shit house was sturdier than the actual house. Come on, girl, go to her five heartbeats with me now. You know, our heart is a house. So uh But they didn't say a shit house of love. They no, said but a house yeah. of love. Exactly. Oh you have to God. leave some shit. It's me. implied. It's implied because Fair. you're right. Where is shit implied in that song? Where? The pause. If you understand music, if you understand music, you know that the majority it's based on eight counts. If you do the counts and you listen to the pause in between the words brick and house, you will be able to integrate the word shit in your mind. Brick, no, it house. Not even on hey, a good day. 
Well, again, I, I was never... integrated as I'm over here small. doing it. Like, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> you're exactly. You're welcome. And here's the thing: you may not admit this shit publicly, but if somebody tells you at our age, we're all post thirty. Um, if somebody says, "Yo, still built like a big shell," you might be like, "What? Boy, you so crazy?" Because you're gonna know good and damn well what he's telling you is, you know what? You right. kept your figure and all that together. Now, yeah, because I'm thirty, like a Mullingar heifer. But if he's, would you rather he say that, or would you rather you say your ass is built like a pumpkin that's been sitting outside for three weeks? I think you'll take the shot. You'll take the <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm you know what? Saying, you know what? Phrase. It's a Raj, Raj, Raj. What? what? Just stop. It's a. Hey, everybody! It's me, CB. Join us every Wednesday for your midweek motivator, offering you conversation, motivation, music, laughter, and a whole lot of fun. So tune in. Let's talk. Join us as we shake things up and talk things out. CB and the boys. Join us for your midweek motivation. Motivation, laughter, and a whole lot of fun. Okay. Hey, listen. that being said, Crystal. Yes. <laughs> oh, <laughs> we are back. Hey, and she's stuck. And she's really. You know she's stuck on. <laughs> it's time to dive into our topic we're talking about gun control and the 18th amendment right and the right to bear arms so we're going to have a conversation different perspectives so what's you guys' take on that and keep in mind that we did have mass shootings over memorial day and once again condolences to the victims and their families um but ron desantis the governor of florida has signed into law and keep this also in mind that when he signed this into law, there were no, no one was there except the NRA. He did it privately, kept out the press, everybody. He did it behind closed doors. He signed it into law. Whereas in Florida, anybody can have a gun. Whether you're nuts, batshit crazy, they're not going to run a check on you. You don't have to have a permit. As long as you have the money to afford the gun, you can carry the gun. It's open carry, do whatever you want. It's open season in Florida. So visit at your own risk. What you guys <laughs> take on these? It's a freaking purge. But anyway. Basically. Basically. I think they're just trying, they're trying to follow, they're definitely trying to follow uh Texas with that. Um uh, 
the bad part about it is <coughs> there's no control. There's no control. And I mean, I don't know. It's like going back to the wild, wild west. That's my whole thing. Like, I, I don't, I'm not 100% sure what will, what will eventually create, stop this. What will stop this? Because, well, actually I do. When, when certain high profiles, people's families and, and friends start to go down, then it's going to turn into, you know what, it's going to damn near go civil war. And I hate to say that, but it's true. You're literally giving everybody the the, the green light to become a vigilante, a maverick, or whatever you want to call it, and take shit into their own hands. So you know what? You don't have to do it. Y'all go out there and kill each other. Population control, and then we'll come and sweep up the pieces. I, I just think it's, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a bad look. It's a bad look. Hmm especially how easy it is to get a gun. And I, and I, I say that not considering I'm a gun owner, but obviously I'm also not, uh, you know, a felon and a whole lot of other things. You know, I'm a criminal in my own right. But hey, you know what? I'm, I'm legal. No felonies. I'm good. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, it is. It's scary as hell. And like, look at old people. Look at the gentleman in Raytown that shot that youngster who rung his doorbell. I feel like, honestly... Like with driver's licenses and, and different things, you know how you have to retest every so every so often to to be able to practice uh, law and different things. But you realize you don't have to ever retest again to carry, mm-hmm. uh, uh, to get a permit to buy. They're, they're, the things that we should have stringent laws on, we don't. They should have all kind of testing and shit for people to be parents, to carry guns, to do all kind of things, but they don't. And you can get a gun when you're 18 and shit. By the time you're 80, senile, out of your mind, don't remember anything you hate, you still don't have to prove that you're capable mentally of right. owning. That's a bad, bad loophole, but that's deliberate. It's very deliberate. And so yeah. I feel, I, yeah, I, I feel like, yeah, this is, a, this is a bad look. This is a real bad look because, yeah, Florida is pretty close to, you know, some of the other states that do that. So it's a bad look. Oh yeah, mm. we're in trouble. But it's not. We like, are. I'm not anti-gun. You know what I'm saying? I, if, if I think if we're going to be honest, I think most most men and you know, I mean, guys, correct me if I'm wrong, and I'm not. Most men are not, and I'm not saying we're better or worse. I'm, most men are not anti-gun because we understand the nature of it. You I'm know, not so anti-gun and, either. And and I mean well, I'm not I'm not saying women are or not I'm just saying as a rule guys we just look at things a little bit differently when it comes to the protection and provision type of thing as well as yeah. like listen the great equalizer back in the good old days was you got a big caveman a small caveman well when a small caveman got a bigger club it became the great equalizer it's the same thing today any little coward can pull a trigger that's why so many people do it it's easy. It's it's easy to not have any feeling attachment to it. It's not personal or close. You can shoot from across the street and be done. Never feel a thing. If you literally had to walk up on someone and physically take them out, it would be different. And like we talk about the Second Amendment, I mean yeah. I'm paraphrasing, but I know that you know the whole right to bear arms. It well, it came at a time when one this country, the people that were here were trying to fight tyranny from their mother country, the country that put them here and invasion. We use that to our advantage now to say, I have the right to bear arms and defend myself, blah, blah, blah. It's not the same. 
Well, what the Second Amendment basically says, it's uh, a well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state. The right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. So basically, in layman's terms, this is saying that uh, the Second Amendment states that as an American citizen, you have the individual right to arm yourself. The amendment also firmly establishes that the government cannot infringe on that right. Right. And so they have loopholes and all kinds of other bylaws and things like that to uh, to 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 basically narrow and weed out people that they do and don't want to carry and to own firearms. It's overwhelming and not in some people's favor. If you notice, when a lot of people, when a lot of uh, states legalized marijuana, they said mm -hmm. you had to, if you got a weed card or if you or did whatever, you had to give up your firearms or your permit to carry. See what kind of shit is that? But it's just a way. We want to make sure that you're not high. And all of a sudden, you pop off on somebody and kill them. Bullshit, bullshit. But People don't care about that. You'll be doing that. You'll be too busy chilling and sleeping. Right. Thank you. <laughs> are the people that should have them. You know why? Because they got the munchies and they're tired. Those are the people I'm not worried about. Now, you want to talk about <laughs> other drug users? <laughs> That's yeah. Cocaine, for example. Yeah, ain't nobody, ain't nobody hire. You know, the only way they killed you is if you didn't give them that bowl of cereal. But other than that, people are like, I ain't doing that shit. And maxing out. So, well, the Second Amendment was also uh, it was ratified in December fifteenth of seventeen ninety one. If that gives you an inkling, how old this law is? Mm. Right. Yeah, this is what is. That's it. The strongest piece of paper right there. Strongest piece of paper in the country, right there. Mm -hmm. He did uh, it. That well, simple ass little letter. Yeah, it's a yeah. law now. It changed the whole game. So, 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 my, not my only thought, did he do that. Oh, go ahead. Wait, no, we said not only what. I was gonna say, not only did he do that, but he also did immigrant reform in Florida as well. So, if you are an undocumented uh, immigrant. And this means, and this is what is kind of crazy about this whole thing, because anyone can detain you. They don't have to be in law law enforcement. Um, someone can do a citizen's arrest on you if they um, are, you know, are suspicious that you're not from here, or if you look like that you could be an immigrant. Whether I better watch myself or not. Yeah, yeah. I mean. They can stop you, and then they can do a citizen's arrest and, the and call the police on you. Okay, you can't produce your papers now. One, so imagine how badly. Imagine how badly this is going to go when one citizen tries to arrest an armed non-citizen. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? This yeah. is still popular. It's still thinning the herd. I don't give a shit what you hide it behind. It is thinning the herd. Trey ready to strap. Trey ready to bust. <laughs> Trey ready to bust for a while. Uh, Always. <laughs> Trey, ready, Trey ready to book, book shot, boy. Look at shots. <clears throat> but um, I, I see. So again, this is what I mean by this shit is it's very intertwined. If you if you really, really pay attention, look at how deliberate that is. Okay. Someone can make a citizen's arrest. This is that George Zimmerman bullshit. 
So yeah. you can claim to be watching your neighborhood doing whatever, and then you can use deadly force, and then you can hide behind the fact that I'm making a citizen arrest, I'm exercising whatever right, duty, boom, boom. So this is why it's going to get dangerous, because you will then have certain people that believe they have a particular inalienable right and then other people that don't. And, and so again, it's a way of getting people to kill each other so that guess what? There's no blood on, you know, the government's hands. Mm-hmm. I just, I just, you know, I think this is a, it's a real dangerous game that's being played and a lot of people don't know that they are being played. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean or just like there because it's, and it's crazy because 53% of the Latin uh, population in Florida voted for Ron DeSantis, not realizing what they did. Well, they they voted for that puppet, and that's what happens. I mean, you look, nobody look. Politics is so dirty and corrupt. It doesn't matter. I mean, it matters, but it doesn't matter who you vote for. Nobody's going to have a hundred percent approval because everybody has an agenda and an ulterior motive. But you this man has already shown them who he is before well, he got now, elected. He was toxic before then. But right. it's, it's always the ones who who think that they're not what they are. And I it's, know. um, you know, <laughs> and now now they're pissed off. Now they're up in arms. But I'm like, where were y'all when we were the ones targeted? We were still being targeted. But now that it's affecting them, now now everyone's up in arms. It just well, it's crazy. It's crazy. So, OK, so here's my question. And, and I guess I know we've got. I know we've got people out there that are obviously pro-gun and pro-whatever. There are, you have a couple of different factions. You have people that are like, listen, like if you look at Australia and certain other European countries, they literally said no more guns. And they took pretty much took all the private citizens' guns. You know that's never going to happen in America. No. So what so what is a compromise? Do you think they should take away just assault rifles? Do you think they should take away rifles that have magazines that carry a certain amount? What do we think would be a compromise that would make, I guess, all parties happy for lack of, you know? This is the thing, though. It's not about the guns. It's about the people. True. True. And that's the problem. It's not because guns don't don't mean military-issued weapons. I mean, that's the so, part that I can't understand. Okay, why, so why you need the AR-15 for what? You're not in the military, so why do you need a military-issued weapon? I would feel safer with that big old shit. I'm sorry, I feel better. I feel better. Come here, you're gonna get that ta 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 ta. I, 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 I just. No, no, hey, listen. Look, hey, give me give that rat that that you give it to him, girl. I ain't fucking mad. I don't want nothing <laughs> small. I want something big. I want to feel protected. That's it, you know. That's that just sounds like a fucking little short woman. You're right. I know. You probably I, am short. I know you are. You probably run and fucking high jump in the trucks because it makes you feel bigger. You still short. Get your ass in out. Uh, I, I want a big ass gun. She can't even shoot, but she wants that shit. Trey, I'm coming. We can shoot some folks. <laughs> I had a thing. I think it's out of control, but you know what? But seriously, though, on a serious note, though, I don't. I don't really think that those big things are needed for real. For real. For real. Like being completely like, okay, stop joking around. Be real. You know, I just think that you should have something a nice little size for protection. But 
Nobody needs to have all that ammunition in their house. And, but I think what's interesting, okay, so here's the thought process. I think, again, most people, you have, you have, again, you have different schools of thought. You have these preppers out here that are literally waiting for a civil war or something else to pop off. I only say that because if you do something internally within the country, that's one thing. But for these people to go, I wish so-and-so country would invade. No, you don't. No, you don't. I'm here to tell you, no matter what you have in your house, you're not ready. <laughs> you're not ready. They can fucking nuke. They can drone your ass from the two countries over. But as far as the whole, I'm protecting me, I'm protecting my family. Who the hell hates you so much yeah, that you need yeah. like army style, you know, militaristic, whatever. But you know what? As guys, we like that shit. We just do. Yes. That's only, some folks, just, some guys are military minded. Some of you guys are out there, like really like out in the woods shooting shit. And you guys like big things to just show each other like, hey, I got something big. Oh, I got something bigger. You know, and it's all it's that like having a piss contest. Who can piss the furthest? I mean, some some do. Some, I mean, yeah, that is how some people feel in terms of, who, you know, who's got the most. But I also feel like you have people out there that feel like I know that the opposition, whoever that may be, has it. Mm -hmm. Therefore, mm -hmm. I need to have it as well so that I'm not the guy caught shorthand, you know, shorthanded. Right. So you have a, and there's no right or wrong reason. There's a thousand reasons why people have this shit, but I feel like it's right. a runaway train. So my thought is, if it's a runaway train, it's exactly I what it is. Yeah, it's a runaway. You nailed I'm not, it right. I'm not you hit the nail right on the head. Yep. It's too late. It's too late. So now I've got to keep up. It's just like technology and everything. I've got to keep up because if I'm sitting here with a a little two shot Derringer and you sitting out here with a 720. You know, a forty-seven. Yeah, it ain't gonna happen. I agree with JJ. No, a hundred percent. Here's the problem for the for the people that get a hold of them. Now, what do you do? You know how many times police have been outgunned in firefights years ago. <clears throat> you know, and if everybody listen, if everybody had to load a musket and everybody had to stop and restock. Every two shots for a shotgun, I'd be in all, I'd be in full favor of that. The problem is you got a bunch of crazy sons of bitches with, like we just said, with houses full of ammo and a bunch of guns. And I'm just here to say that some of us are actually normal. <laughs> but not many. That part. But that it's, part. It's, and again, and see, with me, with me, it's a simple concept. Do I I I I'm okay with having guns. But do I have all that? No, I got plenty of firepower. I got an mm -hmm. XD forty-five. It's a forty-five, I, and I shoot swell. I shoot forty-seven out of fifty, at fifty yards. Your average gunfight is about ten to fifteen feet. Yep. And I shoot forty-seven out of fifty at fifty yards. And so that the, pretty the much means fight. I'm hitting what I'm aiming at. Mm -hmm. And with so, a forty-five, if I right. miss you and hit you in the hand, you still gonna fall down. So the whole thing is, is with me. Here's my thing: if I shoot you, it's because you're doing something you're not supposed to be doing, and I need you to stop doing it right now, not later, not after a thirteen-round clip, which is what's gonna happen with a nine-millimeter. That's too perfect. Mm -hmm. You're gonna take a thirty if, you, if you're too high and too drunk. You're gonna empty a whole thirteen-round clip trying to stop somebody i ain't got time for all that right i'm trying to stop you i need to stop you with this one shot 
and that 45 is going to do it. My gun only here. My gun only carry five bullets. If I mm-hmm. need more than five bullets, I got bigger problems than I think. Yeah. I, but nine you know times what? out of 10, if it's, if it's five motherfuckers against one, if it's me and five motherfuckers and everybody got a gun and we all shooting and I shoot one motherfucker, the other four is going to run. Nine times out of ten. Hey. If I drop one motherfucker with one shot, like Batman, the y'all. other four is gonna get ghosts. Like Batman. <laughs> I'm just saying. That's oh, just the reality it. of it. I've seen it well, with my you own to, eyes. You have to ask yourself. You have to ask yourself. The, here's the thing: the average gunfight, the average gunfight, lasts less than six rounds. Hmm. Yeah. Hear me. Hear me. In, in, yeah. in Georgia, it lasts. So people go, oh, it's not, it's not the wild. But again, these are these are things, these are things that we don't, you know, people don't understand because media and TV and all of that stuff hypes this shit up. And then of course, we have our culture, which involves a lot of violence and things like that. Now, first of all, Trey, that's home defense. Because if you're walking down the street with that, I'm probably gonna aim at your call to police. But you're right. right. Exactly. The number, the number one home defense, the number one home defense is a shotgun. Trey is 100% right. Number one home defense, the best home defense is a shotgun. It's not your favorite 1911. It's none of it. It's not just SIG. It's, it's, it's the click clack of that shit shackling and then buckshot spreads. So he's 100% right. So again, if you're going to have this shit, know what you're doing and know why you're doing it. But for everybody that goes, I need to protect me, I need to protect my family. Who the fuck is trying to break in your house and kill you every other night that you need all? <laughs> I'm just right. asking. What did you exactly. do? What did you do? Right. But I, do, but I, but I do realize that a lot of us as guys, you know, when it comes to things like guns and cars and all the fun toys that you know grown up boys like, we we, we like what we like, you know. And I'm no different, you know. Uh, but at the same time, we we are not the people that we are talking about because. We're legitimate, like I, you know. Honestly, you want to know how you want to use. You hope you never have to use it. There are people mm-hmm. that walk around wishing somebody would. The and, and I don't know. I I feel like there should be mental, a, a test of mental faculties. There should be, but there these states are making it to where there'll be no test of anything. As long as you have money, you'll get a gun. Like here in Arizona, over um, Memorial Day, we also had a sh- mass shooting here. Or this dude was just walking around randomly shooting people just out of nowhere. That's a mental problem. That's a serious problem. That's a mental problem. That's not a gun problem. That's a mental problem. Yeah. Yeah. Again, a mental person should not have a gun, period. But how do you test and prove that unless you do universal testing for that? Like you have to wait. You literally have to wait. There won't be any testing. And the other states are going to follow suit. Watch. These other stupid states are going to follow suit, especially the red states, because they've really demonstrated. You know what they're looking at? at? Troubled youth and gangbangers. Yes. They're like, fuck it. If they shoot each other, this one's dead. We'll take that one to jail. That's two gone in one shot. Yes. Well, that was, but that was why guns, that's why crates of guns were placed in certain ghettos in the 70s and 60s. <clears throat> if y'all don't think that shit's true, how do you think all of these semi-automatic weapons infiltrated the hood? Did nobody fly overseas and get that shit in Compton and Chicago and Detroit? That shit was strategically placed. But see, it's only just now coming to light to a lot of people. This is the truth. And the thing is, 
if that gives you as a drug dealer or a gangbanger the advantage, you're going to take it. And now guess what? You've got all these guns in the mm-hmm. population yes. that are doing that are doing these people's bidding. People think it's a joke and it's a conspiracy theory. No, it's true. That's done mm-hmm. deliberately. It's a setup. It's a setup. Absolutely. It and it's hard to, it's hard not to fall for it when you're like, look, I'm starving. I'm losing. You just gave me the advantage. So I mean, it, like again, this train has is run away. The shit, the horse yeah, has bolted yeah. from the damn barn. And mm-hmm. it's it's really not gonna be any any you have to have a whole universal repeal before that, and that's not gonna happen. Yeah, like I was looking at the news guys the other day and I was looking at this lady, it's her, her husband and her 15 year old child right here in Georgia. And two right. times the house was shot up, like shot up, like like they were doing a freaking movie. And huh? I was thinking yeah. to myself is when the mother was, um, when she was being interviewed, you know, she was like, well, you know, I do have a 15 year old son and you know, I don't know what he's doing out here or what happened to cause these guys because the same guys came in the same damn car and yes, shot up does. the house twice in a yes, week. And it's she like, knows. you know what your son is out there doing because if it wasn't for him, your house wouldn't probably be shot up. Right. You know, and somebody's gonna end up getting killed because they're not gonna stop until they kill somebody in that house. So what do you, so what do you do? What do you do? And it's a rhetorical, but what do you what do these people do when their 15 year old is literally paying the bills? You turn a blind eye. And well, that's if your son is paying the bills, then that's one thing. It's, you know I'm, I'm just saying, if you allow somebody, if your house has been shot up twice, which means you A, can't afford to move, B, you mm-hmm. can't afford somewhere better or to defend yourself, and fucking three, you know that your son is doing something, but you're going, I don't know what he's doing. Yeah, you do. You know where you live and you know what goes on there. So play mm-hmm. crazy if you want to. The point that mm-hmm. I make is if you know your son is into something, but he's helping float the family finances, you have to turn a blind eye. And this is why we're constantly doing GoFundMe's. If your son is selling mm-hmm. dope, tell him to get a fucking insurance policy. Let's all benefit from what happens. Sorry. I mean, that, that, all right, well, he's 15. Business. Get an insurance policy and put his ass on it. That's my point. That's business. You know what I mean? Because, you know, as much as we would hate to think like that, this is how this is. Look, and, and I go back to this is kind of a segue. But, you know, you realize if if more people that were involved in that kind of stuff, if their families put them on million dollar policies, I promise you, police shootings would go down. And this there was a clip of an actual police officer saying this. And it's true. Like mm-hmm. there are ways to eliminate some of this stuff or at least capitalize and move up on it. A lot less police shootings, a lot less gang shootings. If people understood that, you know what? If you die, we get two million bucks. You know, go ahead. And, See, and then mm-hmm. yeah. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry to cut you off. I'm just That's I just good. read what Trey said because Trey is like, you know, they need to check their son. But this is the thing, love. You are you got these kids out here that are actually like putting guns up to their parents' heads and shit nowadays. Like these kids are on some serious stuff. A, a regular 15-year-old. Does not look like a regular fifteen-year-old in your home. Yeah, yeah. And here, and the thing is, single. We got a lot of single mothers in the. Family. I get what Trey is getting at, but yeah, we got a lot of single moms. And here's the thing: your son is bigger than your ass by 12, 13. It ain't. This is why when we talk about the whole, we get into whole the sports and the difference mm-hmm. between men anatomy and female anatomy. And people, mm-hmm. you no. Know, listen, by the time your son is 13, 14 year old, you can't do shit with him. You can't whip him. Right. You can't hold him down. This kid is as big as a grown man. And, and, so, you can't, and you can't call the system juvenile and all that stuff and put them in a little spot to chill out for a week or two because well, then they're kicking ass, they're, they're kicking the officers' asses. I, mm-hmm. I, I will never, I would never 
live in fear in my own house, but that's me. I also, like I said, I'm also not depending on my child for provision or protection. That's out of order. So, and I know my situation is different. You guys' situation is what it is, but let's think about a lot of people out there who have nothing else. They don't have anything else but that little, that, that, that boy of theirs who is everything, their, their, their protection, their provision. You got to let your 15 year old son run the house. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's the truth. But the thing is, yeah, I say it all the time. Fear is healthy, but you know what? <laughs> Damn, JJ. <laughs> but you know what? I'm, I tell people all the time. It's <laughs> service because women raise their daughters and love their sons. And that's that's a disservice to us. Mm-hmm. And they ain't got to do it. Yeah, you love your baby boy and you don't want him to leave you like dad and you don't want him to start treating you like this and the third. But that means by the time that little nigga is about eight, nine, ten, you got to use one of these. Mm-hmm. And you got to put him about seven feet across the room and say, now go think about what you did. And for people that go, that's child abuse and all that bitch, I abuse children and adults. Come over here. This is not what you want to do. Mm-hmm. My, my kids are absolutely afraid of me and they will stay that way. We're we not, we not, no, we're not dealing with none of And this motherfucker here? Oh, no. <laughs> right here, right here, this shit. <laughs> but, but that's, that's, but, but the thing is, but you know where I got that from? I got that from my mom and my grandmother. That's right. Mm-hmm. My pops, me and my pops were cool. But usually the woman is a disciplinarian and dad is the enforcer. And that's how it should be. We okay. shouldn't have to lay down a law. But when we lay down a law or when we stand up, shit needs to stop. Right. And, but when dad isn't there, it becomes tough for women like this. Like I said, so right. when we have single moms and all that. But this is why you got to realize you can't be come here, Bookie, and tink, tink, and all that shit after they're like six, seven years old. You have to talk to them a certain way. And I'm not saying mean. But I'm saying you have to make them understand, mm-hmm. you know, as a young person, not as a baby, hey, right. this is where this shit goes. And then they, you know, then they begin to understand, okay. And then furthermore, mom ain't bullshitting with you. So, like I said, I, you know, I, I will lay you down because when they become 14, 15, it's too late. Now your son's coming in carrying a pistol. He's stashing his drugs at your house. They shooting up your shit. Boy, look, look, I'm killing you. Shoot up my house. Listen, everybody got to go. Everybody got to go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So I, I just think it, it again, same thing. It's a runaway train and yes. it's not going to get any better. So if you don't listen, folks, all I have to say, if you don't have, <laughs> if you don't have a passport, get one. I'm me and Trey, me and Trey, listen. That's it. No, for, no, I feel the same way too. You got to put that mm-hmm. fair enough. Yeah, for real, hold on for a second. <laughs> you know why? Because I'm an asshole. <laughs> my kid listen my kids already know you fear me you pray to jesus god damn it don't play with me <laughs> yeah something's all the way wrong with me it is, it's all good it's all good okay. girl, but you're right though then you won't be tried not at all okay here's my question if things just got so out of control would you guys entertain living somewhere else whole different country like literally we yeah. all we we all live somewhere where it's just wow what would it take though what would it take because again I, we've all had gun violence take away somebody we knew or we love or we knew we knew but how much would it take before you said i'm out i can't do it anymore because it's rampant now now right you know what i mean 
it, 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 we get reminders every year on the anniversary of somebody we know's passing or getting shot or whatever. What would it actually take before you say, you know what, I can't do this place anymore because America is so convenient. It has so much of everything, blah, blah, blah. But there's a gift and a curse. So really, would, it, would, it, would there ever come a time when you could bounce? Yeah. I mean, I can't answer the question as to like what it would take, but I know that I'm almost there. Like the more I see stuff on TV, the more I'm just like, the more I'm sheltering myself from going into the outside world because every time I step out, you got folks looking at like, yeah, she looked like she got something. You know, you be, when you start feeling like you're becoming a target, then it's like time to surround yourself with the family because the family ain't no joke. But, um, you know, just saying. Well, I, I don't think, you, I mean, we can't close ourselves up in the in the house forever. It's kind of like, you know, post-COVID. You can't stay in the house forever. I kind of, well, I don't, well, it's not about staying there forever, but it's just kind of like just staying away from places where you would normally go. Yeah, you know, and now it's like every place is a pop-off. A gas station is a pop-off. I go no. to the gas station. Yes. I, Damn. I, I park at the pump. And I'm just sitting there for like 10 minutes looking around and everybody in their cars and who's coming out and who's going in. And, and I make my dash. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's really, it's Yeah, weird. I mean, that's that, you're right. It's, it's sad, but it's true. Like you literally have to go with like eight, nine people or like an, you know, uh, an armed escort. That, that's... Everywhere I go, that's what I do now. I park in my car for a bit before I get out. I don't care where it's at. It could be the Walgreens. It could be the Publix. It could be the Walmart. I just sit there and I study the surroundings because it's so much shit happening. You just, you just don't know. And then I got to go into like this prayer of covering and shit and then step out and, and get what I need to get. It's like, I know what aisles I'm going to because I'm already programmed. I'm going to the same places for years. So I'm already programmed. I know where I'm going and what I'm going to get. And I get the head in the car and I get out. It's like, you know, but that's what society has done. Do you, do you guys think that there will ever come a time when this country says, all right, that's enough, and they put the brakes on it, like as far as like guns and open carry, you think it'll get worse? Well, the shit has only yeah. gotten worse and worse and worse. Like, it'll I don't get worse it, before it I don't gets know if it's better. Gonna get, I don't even know if it's going to get better. Because In all know, honesty, from guns? I have to hold on to hope and, and be positive that it will get better, but I don't know. <laughs> to be honest, I... Oh, we this country, we love them. We love them in this country. We love them, and I, you know, I, you know, I can't, I can't pass judgment on that because, again, I'm guilty. But it's funny because it's one of those I tell, you know, I tell people all the time: if you have them but don't carry them, it gives you pause to think about anything. For people that carry stuff, like I literally, I literally used to live next door to a guy who walked around. With his strap all the time, and I'm not talking about you. You work in a seedy area. You got to have it with you. Da 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 da. That's different. Because when I listen, when I used to work and travel to Chicago, had two of them <laughs> at all times. But I'm just talking about on a normal basis. You know why? Because here's the thing: if you cut me off, if you do something stupid, but you know how often people are like they're just sitting there waiting for the re give me a reason, give me a reason. You'll literally make it. In my matter of fact, I'll tell you, guys, my best friend just called me today and told me that a guy pulled a gun. He he manages a store, and he told me a guy came in there and pulled a gun on him and another guy over a thirty cent single cigarette. And he literally looked at him and said, 
put that damn gun back in your pants. You're going to throw away your life for 30 cents. And the guy was like, nah, I don't want to. Tucked it and left. He diffused it that quickly. But just imagine how many times that shit has gone left because somebody's ego or pride was on the line because it was right. The gun was right there. If you don't have that, you never make that choice. Yes. But he literally pulled his pistol out, which you never do unless you plan on using it. He pulled his gun out because he was mad because he was insulted over 30 cents. See what I mean? And this is why it's never that serious to me. It's never that serious to me. You know, mm. uh, I mean, you know, again, don't bother me or mine. I'm fine. It's never that serious. Like I said, like you said, you don't pull it unless you're going to use it. But the exactly. problem is too many, too many people, too many people are itching for a reason to use it. And that's the kind of thing that worries the hell out of you. But they mm -hmm. also don't have, you know, they also don't have a reason to do anything differently because guess what? Tomorrow's going to be the same as today. That's why if you realize people listen with the gun thing, and I'll say this in mind, rich people and people that are in, in, in high positions, they don't believe in that kind of violence. You know why? Because they got money to make. For people that talk shit about money but don't have it, they want to shoot you or kill you over nothing because all they have time for is buying Jordans, going to the club, going to the corner, bullshit. You'll never see a rich person very often get into a fight, argument, face-to-face, nose-to-nose, physical altercation. They don't believe in that shit. They pay people to fight for them, whether that be in court or not. They don't get their hands dirty. They've got money to make. So for everybody out there who thinks that they're making money because they got their pistola on them, I'm not saying that they're not robbing and doing this and the third. I'm saying you're too close to the fucking storm to realize you're in it. So yeah, I, I just think yeah. that there has to be some kind of change. There really does. There has to be some kind of change. You know? Everybody ain't meant to own or possess. This is true. Mm -hmm. Especially mm -hmm. if they're bad shit crazy. But with that being said, I ain't giving my shit up either. <laughs> I ain't giving my shit up either. Listen, I don't, I don't trust the person over on this side, this side, or across. So yeah, when you prove to me, when you prove to me that nobody else has one, here, and I know that ain't gonna go because I got relatives in Kentucky and all kind of other country ass places, and. Those hillbillies are quick to tell you, not until you cried from my cold dead hands. So, like I said, go ahead and exterminate all those clowns, and then we'll talk about it. <laughs> but, but you know what? Here, the thing is, Trey. The thing is, you have, you have. Trey says he's. I'm rich, even if I don't have means. I'm hood rich. I get up and go to work every day. That's called. That's called good, sir. You have direction. That's called you. You have a purpose. You have. You have motivation. So, but again, your motivation, your purpose is not to take from someone else using your weapon, right? And, and and abusing the Second Amendment. So there's the difference. And listen, I'm not saying anything like we're holier than thou, better than other people. We are just smart enough to stay, you know, within the parameters and and, and adhere to the rules. But at the same time, yeah, we could all be out doing all the same stuff. It's just, yeah, there's always gonna be somebody. Listen, there was a bus driver. And I think I want to say it was Detroit. I had the video, but I didn't get a chance to post it. Got into a shootout with a young dude because he's got these youngsters have no respect for anybody. I'm sorry, they don't. So, the you know, the, these guys, he got on the bus. They started talking shit. 
He and the bus driver got into a shootout. I George, saw that video. George Finan, Detroit. Trey, yep, Trey told me it was Detroit. Okay. No surprise. No surprise. But here's the thing. Big ups to that bus driver because they argue homeboy pulled his, the bus driver pulled his and started dumping. He, he caught the kid a couple times. Bus driver got, got in the arm. The kid starts crawling to the back. They jumped off. You know what? I hope. I would rather believe that these young people will think twice about doing that, but they probably won't. They'll probably go look for someone else who's yeah. more vulnerable. So you see what I mean? You right. can't be nice. You can't pray this away. You can't hope this away. Unfortunately, real ass affirmative action has mm -hmm. to occur. And what that brother did, unfortunately, sadly, is the only thing that's going to get people to wake up. If bus drivers start popping people <laughs> that get out of pocket, you know, you know, if he shoots you because get yo, your transfer is expired and dump on his ass, people start coming correct again. Mm -hmm. it, it, it's sad, but it is what it is. You know? Yeah, yeah. And I think it's because that he wanted the bus driver to stop somewhere where he doesn't normally stop. Uh -huh. Yes, in between. So right. in between stop, stop here, stop here. He wants him to stop in the middle. So do something special for me. Right. And, and, and he didn't do it. And this key acts a fool. See, this kid made a life decision off the dumbest shit ever because yeah. he, had, he has nothing else going for him. Uh-huh. Here we go. Let's do it, George. Let's do it. happened while the bus was in motion. The ride was uneventful until the man with the hoodie got on. 22-year-old Amari Sharif Babias allegedly tried to ride without paying. Words were exchanged with David Fuller, the driver. In the video you hear, Tobias asked Fuller to get off. Fuller said no because he was not at a bus stop. The men continued to argue. At one point, Tobias made several threats. Tobias walks behind the driver, and here you can see him pull out a gun. When he walks back to confront him again, Fuller opens fire. The shootout is captured on multiple interior cameras. Passengers duck for cover while Tobias makes a hasty retreat. He's next to the rear exit. So is another passenger who is positioned slightly under him. The driver gets up from his seat while continuing to point the gun at Tobias. He then fires three more shots at Tobias who tumbles out of the bus along with the other passenger. Bullard gets off the bus. From the interior camera, you can see him fire one last shot. From this exterior camera, you can see that Fullard spots Tobias by the side and fires that last shot. Bullard was shot in the arm and is recovering at home. At some point during the exchange of gunfire, Tobias was shot in the abdomen. He's out of the hospital and in jail on numerous charges. Mm -hmm. <sighs> you know, the bus driver is kind of lucky, though, for real. No, he because, is. But you, but, because but, he could have he got charged for continuing to fire after. while the dude was running. Afterwards, the dude's trying to go right. get away. Yeah, right. Once he ran, you know, he could have said, but he also, but you know what? The, the, there's so many the semantics in that. He could have been like, oh, I still felt I was, I was in danger, blah, 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 blah. You know, we there, there are people that have gotten off with that. I, I, I've actually heard of people getting away with shooting someone in the back, killing them, and still getting off with self defense. So, depend on the judge you get, brother. Depend on the judge you get. Yes, JJ, you're so right. A sense of entitlement with these youngsters is freaking oh, you ridiculous. Know, you, know, you know, I hate them, and I got three of those. But guys, we have got literally two minutes on the clock. 
Um, I'm going to say one love. God bless. We are going to continue this conversation when we come back next week. And um, yeah, this is love y'all. Hey. Love y'all. Take care of yourself. Don't shoot nobody. I'm out. Don't kill nothing, won't nothing die. <laughs> Peace, love, and hair grease. Thanks for joining us tonight, and we will see you next week. Same time, same station. And next week, our topic will be the rise of artificial intelligence and the impact of AI in our world. So look forward to that. Thanks for joining us. Good night. Good night. Boys have left the building.